Who are you texting? My therapist. You text with your therapist? Text, video chat, call. Yep. That sounds too easy. How did you find her? I just went to betterhelp.com slash save. She's a licensed therapist and it's all online. I connect when it's convenient for me and don't waste time driving anywhere. Plus, it's affordable. I wonder if I should try it. It's great to talk to someone in confidence. She's helped me sort out quite a few things. And right now you save 10% off the first month when you go through betterhelp.com slash save. Betterhelp.com slash save. Got it. Shop amazing specials now while supplies last at Macy's Gifts You'll Love to Give sale. Like great deals on coats for him and her from Calvin Klein, Ann Klein, and more top designers. Just $100 and under. Save big on handbags and wallets, now 40% off. And create a cozy retreat at home with 70% off warm throws and flannel bedding from Martha Stewart Collection. Now through Thursday at Macy's. Plus, get $10 in Macy's money for every $50 spent. Up to $40 Macy's money. Welcome back, and thanks for tuning in to another episode of Elevate Your Brand. I'm Laurel Mintz, and I'm really excited about my guest today. She is the founder and CEO of Tot Squad. So for all you moms out there, please help me welcome Jennifer Saxton. Hello. Hello. Welcome. Thank you so much. I'm so excited to talk to you today, because it's been a while since you and I have actually chatted. It's been about a year, I think. No. Yeah, because I I had a baby, and she just turned one. Yep. No, that's exactly (laughs) right. Actually, I was saying, last time I saw you, you were heavily pregnant, and now you actually have a waistline again. It's It's, amazing. Amazing. Amen. Um, But we're not here to talk about waistline. (laughs) We are here to talk about your business and what an exciting um, growth kind of cycle you've had and where you currently are at. So if you've uh, not heard, tell us what Tot Squad is. Yeah, so Tot Squad, the description I'm going to give right now is very different from what it was when I talked to you a year ago. Yes, because we're going to talk about your big pivot right now. We'll talk about the transition, but Mm -hmm. Tot Squad today is a marketplace that connects new parents with specialty baby services like car seat installation, baby proofing, lactation and sleep consulting, and more, both virtually and in person. Amazing. And so tell us what the first iteration of the business was and how you've evolved to where you currently are today. Yeah. So the original version of the business, I wrote the business plan while I was getting my MBA at Kellogg, was really like the geek squad of the baby industry. And for the last almost 10 years now, we've offered stroller and car seat cleaning, repairs, and installation. And it's so funny, everybody always joked that I had this baby business and I had no babies. Mm -hmm. Um, And funny enough, I went out, (laughs) I had a baby, and then I just had a bigger insight that Mm -hmm. there was a bigger opportunity that we could be pursuing. So we had opened service centers in 10 cities inside Bye Bye Baby stores, um, just like you would imagine, the Geek Squad is inside uh, Best Buy. And then I realized that it was really hard to find all of these other service pros um, Mm. after my baby was born. I see every day in the LA Mommies Facebook group that I'm in, somebody saying, my kid never sleeps, I'm desperate, I'll pay anything, I need a sleep consultant. Mm. And they'll get 80 comments with different recommendations. And Mm -hmm. there's no easy way to see, like, what is this person's philosophy? What are their prices? When are they available? Et cetera. And, like, calling 80 different people is just just really not a fun process when you are already sleep-deprived as it is. Um, (laughs) And then there's things even, like, my friend paid $1,200 for a doula in Dallas, and then the doula ended up at a different labor the night she went into labor, never showed up, and never refunded her. Oh, no. And so it's just really hard to find all these kind of specialty service pros. And I realize it's such a personal experience. Exactly, exactly. So I realized that what we were doing with car seat installation, which was um, bundling it with essential baby products sold through mass retail. So uh, right now we're in public beta with Amazon and Walmart. Yeah, last time we spoke, we were talking about that. The 
they were they were in the pipeline, and now they're both live. Amazing! Um, I know, thank God. It's, I it's want been one of those buttons where I can cheer. Yeah, I think I need one of those moving forward. Can we get that? Get the little uh, canned laughter. Yes, exactly. Right. So, um, so yeah, so we've got this um, public beta on Amazon and Walmart where you can get car seat installation, one click, add to cart when you're buying a car seat. And I was thinking, why couldn't you buy all these other services? If you're mm. buying a crib and you want it assembled, if you're buying a sleep sack but you need help getting the baby to sleep, if you're right. buying a nursing bra and you need help breastfeeding. Seems um, like a no-brainer. Exactly. So there's, you know, 50-plus different categories of specialty baby services. 50? I know, it's a lot. Um, everything from, like, pelvic floor physical therapy. Uh, you, th- there's just no easy way to find these types well, of services. Well, pelvic floor parts. you can use even if you don't have a baby, right? If you Very pee, true. Pee when you sneeze? Anyone? Yes, Anyone? yes. No? <laughs> just kidding. I just had a baby. So, yes. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> um, so all these services and then I realized about two-thirds of those services can actually be done virtually so we mm. recently launched virtual car seat checks where we do the whole thing over video chat if you're in the hospital parking lot and the baby arrived two months early and you haven't installed your car seat yet we will actually video chat you and walk you through how to install it properly in your car and how to fit your newborn into the car Amazing. seat correctly Fucking yeah. technology man I, I know. swear <laughs> to god it's brilliant even baby proofing we can like do a video chat and do a walkthrough of your home for a safety assessment without having to dispatch somebody local to you which from so, a car perspective is like exactly. far more so efficient we can offer for it for half the price and right. we can grow the market nationwide because the reality is there are not lactation consultants and baby proofers in every zip code in America yeah we're so very lucky that we live in a in a city where it's very prevalent exactly but if you live in yeah. more rural areas you don't have necessarily access to these types of services so, so bringing smart. them online in a virtual setting will allow us to access more families you're such a smart cookie I mean you've <laughs> always been smart since I first met you I was like this girl's going places I hope and so. you really have been like evolving and changing the business so dramatically do you feel like it was really the insights that you had from being a mom that was the reason that you moved forward in this new direction yeah absolutely I think you know it, it was a confluence of things which was I love um, that word, by yeah. the way. <laughs> it, was, um, it was also some challenges we were having in kind of the Geek Squad business model, just with trying to scale a business that requires hourly employees. And if you think about stroller and car seat cleaning, that is not a business you've ever heard of, which is right. something I've always been complimented on about how innovative it is and how many people want that service. But you can't just hire people with experience cleaning strollers because no other business exists. Right, you have to train them. You have it's to a find people, convince them they want to clean baby poop and yeah. vomit for Blech. a living. <laughs> Sorry, I just threw up in my mouth a little yeah, bit. Yeah, a little bit. I'm okay. And then try to retain those people. <laughs> and I do have people who've worked for me five, six years mm-hmm. now. Um, but it is, there's a lot of turnover, and that just can be challenging as you're opening in new markets, have no brand presence yet, and trying to hire people to do this job. And so what I realized was if we could focus on the areas where there's a certification, so this is more health, wellness, and safety type Mm -hmm. services, Um, all of those are, like the typical lactation consultant, let's say, is typically a woman who breastfed and became really passionate about it and wanted to help other moms. Because she had her own challenges exactly. and now she understands and she's done all this homework and research and now she has all these insights. Exactly. So mm-hmm. she went and got a certification on her own. She is now a small business certification owner. certification you could get. Yes, yeah. Amazing. I mean, getting a, a lactation certification could almost be like a master's degree in some wow. cases. So um, these folks go out and get these certifications, but a lot of times they're not sophisticated business owners. They're, right. they're more stay-at-home moms that have kind of a side gig mm-hmm. and they would love to have more business. So there's kind of excess capacity in that system and on the same side you see those moms on the mommy group trying to find providers there's excess demand right so the market is just broken and it's mm. ripe for technology to come in and make it more efficient and match the moms demanding the services with the moms providing the services and and have that opportunity so I think that 
by moving away from the business where we kind of had to recruit and train and manage our own hourly employees. Exactly. Mm -hmm. And moving into a business where we're just connecting um, existing certified service pros, it'll make it more scalable. So we're actually in the process of spinning out the legacy business. Um, We just got a broker um, to try and help us sell it. I mean, it's a profitable business cleaning and repairing strollers and car seats. Um, in fact, you're our broker feed them more business. Yeah, right? exactly, exactly. They'll just become Perfect a provider model. in our marketplace. Right. Um, and then, funny enough, the broker made us an offer, <laughs> oh <laughs> which is gosh. it's a good and a bad thing because he already knew my bottom number. Yeah. So it's not a great offer. So see what else. Don't give away all the secrets on this podcast. I know. So anybody wants to buy it, I'm looking for other offers. But yeah, so we're gonna keep the Top Squad brand name, but now we have to go through a full rebrand. I mean, it's a whole new business, basically. It's a new business. Gee, I'm glad you're talking to a marketing agency, aren't you? How convenient to be here today. This timing was exactly what I planned. No, I'm just kidding. I had no idea. I'm so excited to hear about all these evolutions in the business, though. Let's talk a little bit about how that has changed your fundraising model Mm because when we spoke about this and potentially working together you know a year or two ago Mm -hmm. you were in fundraising mode but Mm -hmm. now that model has changed so how has that shifted how you're fundraising yeah so I did this um this boot camp called the all raise boot camp by female founder office hours which Mm -hmm. is a group kind of trying to solve this issue that only two percent of venture money goes to female founders uh so they put 380 companies through this virtual boot camp in August and two of us were selected to have our deal sent out to their network I didn't really know what that meant. I thought maybe like three female venture partners will want to meet with me. Uh, and it turns out 25 VCs were interested. Oh my God. So I've spent the last couple, like two months, just like running the gauntlet, trying to meet with all the Call it the road money. show. Exactly. Yep. And so I got this really great advice recently, which was about fundraising. There's three ways to do it. There's a preemptive process, which is basically if you've like raised a lot of money and sold a business before, people will give you money before you even ask. Mm-hmm. I-, I wish that <laughs> it was that it's easy. It's called offer only, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. <laughs> in, that would be great. That's not me. Um, but then what you see more, most often is either a serial or a parallel process. Mm. And everybody was always telling me it's so important who you get the warm intro from. Mm-hmm. So I would really obsess with like talking to other founders who had raised money, having them introduce me to the funds that they've worked with, etc. And I would get these great warm intros. But they would kind of trickle in. Mm-hmm. And so what I realized is this was going on for months and months and months, taking one meeting at a time, and it wasn't creating any sort of sense of urgency with the VCs. Um, and then what happened after I did that boot camp was I kind of ended up running a parallel process unintentionally, right? I didn't expect to get so much demand, but I noticed that when you have all these other meetings, there's just kind of this flurry and this frenzy of activity that creates mm-hmm. that FOMO. Totally. The fear of missing it's like out. when you're actually others. dating someone and you're not in the market, everyone is exactly. calling the same thing. Exactly, yeah. exactly. And so all these people are talking to you at the same time. And so we actually did very quickly get a term sheet coming out of that, which ended up not being a fit for us. But I think my lesson was that I was running a serial process unintentionally. And the way you fix that, if, if there's people listening who are running into that same trap, is what you do is you line up all the people who you want to ask for warm intros from. And you say, okay, a month or two from now, I'm going to start fundraising. I'm going to want to talk to these five funds that you've offered to make intros to. Please don't make those intros today. Hmm. I'm going to email you a few weeks from now. When I email you, please get those intros out within 48 hours and confirm when they're sent. And then you schedule all those intros to kind of go out the same week. So you have a full month of networking to line up all of the intros. Then you get all the intros all at once. And then you can run 
that parallel process where you talk to all the funds at the same time instead of just letting it trickle and trickle. And you kind of got a closed date on the raise, so there's exactly. urgency. Exactly. I, that's the first I've ever heard of someone doing that, but yeah. I'm not surprised. I mean, you are probably one of the most strategic people I've <laughs> ever met. <laughs> I learned that the hard way. Unintentionally, <laughs> but, but the same way you were kind of like an un, un, unintentional entrepreneur. Like, it all yeah. just kind of came around, mm-hmm. and you've been learning on the job. But I really have, I've met so many entrepreneurs in my life, and mm-hmm. we have a, a lot of them in common. I have to say there are very few who are as strategic and focused and have these kinds of processes that they now kind of take as they Thank go. You. It's kind of an amazing thing yeah. to listen to. Oh my gosh, I was I was meeting with a potential um, head of product last week who might join our team as we go into Techstars in the spring and she said, Jen, you're so focused, like you have a clear vision of what you want to do. And I was like, it's so nice to hear you say that because in your I, head. Think, I, I think that, <laughs> yeah. that is the opposite of reality. Uh, my COO, Shauna, who is my work wife, she's just the yin to my yang, is always saying that I have way too many ideas. Mm. And so it's like, I have 20 ideas. And she's like, Jen, you can pick three of those 20. And then she actively has to make me a no list of like, no, don't work on those 17 other things because I think every idea is a great idea. And it's really been important to kind of balance my team with somebody who can help me focus a little bit more. Absolutely. Speaking of balance, let's take a quick break while we hear from our sponsors. Shop amazing specials now while supplies last at Macy's Gifts You'll Love to Give sale. Like great deals on coats for him and her from Calvin Klein, Ann Klein, and more top designers. Just $100 and under. Save big on handbags and wallets, now 40% off. And create a cozy retreat at home with 70% off warm throws and flannel bedding from Martha Stewart Collection. Now through Thursday at Macy's. Plus, get $10 in Macy's money for every $50 spent. Up to $40 Macy's money. I'm giving Jeb's Basement Renovations one star. He kept asking me what's behind the walls down there. I'm like, why? What what do you know? No matter how hard you work for your small business, online reviewers will find something to complain about. And then he's like, you can trust me with the job. And I'm all like, trust? (laughs) And while Progressive can't save you from these trolls, we can help you save money on commercial auto and business insurance. Yeah, he charged me less than he said he would, which is... Lying. Get a quote online today at ProgressiveCommercial.com. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company, affiliated and third-party insurers. All right, guys. Welcome back. We are here with Jennifer Saxton, CEO and founder of Tot Squad, but it's going to potentially not be Tot Squad. No, it's, it's going to evolve. The name is staying. Oh, it is. Okay, good. The name good. is staying. It's just good, the good. look and feel and tone of the brand is going to change. Got it. I mean, it was kind of time for a brand yeah, update exactly. anyways, Five right? years in, yeah. Yeah, I would say so. <laughs> so we were talking about being very strategic in how you're fundraising. Mm-hmm. Do you have any other tips for entrepreneurs or the entrepreneurs that are listening and starting to think about how to launch a business? Like, what, what are some lessons, some things you might have done differently? Mm-hmm. How do you know then what you know now? So I think one lesson that uh, I've learned, because I've done it the wrong way, I haven't done it the right way yet, but now I know mm-hmm. what I'm going to do in this spring. Hindsight's 2020, right? right? Is, um, is you want to pick one thing and do it really well. Don't pick a lot of things and kind of do them mediocre. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so uh, going into Techstars, we're going to be kind of figuring out one hypothesis of one thing we want to test that we think is going to get us metrics that will show, you know, customers are excited for us. That metric is going to be about cross-selling. Mm. So if we acquire a customer who comes in for a car seat installation, how are we effectively going to sell them lactation and sleep consulting, et cetera? Mm-hmm. And so we really want to get some metrics around what percent of our customers will buy a second service from us. Got it. And are you yeah. driving them to your new platform? Are you, is this through yeah. ad buys? What are you... So well, all of it is not built yet, ah, right? Got so it. okay. it's, it's like the business is such a funny place. When I was fundraising this fall, um, it was just really crazy. 
every VC wants to tell you to raise the dollar amount of the check that they typically write. Right. So if they write Series <laughs> A checks, they tell you you need to write, you know, raise a Series A. So I would have some folks who would be like, oh my gosh, you have these deals with Amazon and Walmart. The companies like Handy and TaskRabbit, mm. they didn't have contracts like that till they'd raised 50 to $100 million. And I've raised wow. under three. Wow. So they're like, oh my gosh, this is a Series A. You just need to raise 8 to $10 million, winner take all, go get it all. Um, and then other people will be like, you're pre-seed. You have no technology built. Like, this company is nothing. It's, it's pre-seed. It's basically an idea. Mm. Um, well, they're just trying to undervalue yeah. so that they can get a bigger piece, I think. Probably. Yeah. So I got the most traction kind of in the seed round, um, like 2 to $5 million range in terms of interest from investors. But what I decided to do is just raise a little bit of bridge funding this fall. And then after Techstars, we'll kind of raise that larger round once we have a little bit more of the technology built behind the scenes. Because this is a yeah. completely different platform. This is exactly. literally building a double-sided market place from scratch. Exactly. And well, what's nice is that with marketplaces, like most of that technology is already built. There's no mm. IP really left in right. building it's that. Right, APIs and then exactly. skinning it, right? Exactly, mm-hmm. exactly. So I think that the user interface that we'll have will look something like Rover, like the dog. I'm sure you've yep. used it with yep. your... <laughs> my puppies? Exactly. Yes, my fur babies. I don't have real babies. I have yeah. fur babies. But, no. <laughs> so, yeah, so when you're you like... probably add in dog uh, walking into the, all maybe the services. Maybe one day we Who will. Knows? We'll, have a, we'll, have a, we'll use the Rover API to show dog walkers <laughs> as well. Um, so, so yeah, so basically we have no technology built yet. So I think for us, we want to get some really bare bones metrics, get the kind of MVP of the technology and the product built in the spring and then go raise the mm. money because all those meetings I had more. this fall. Yeah, yeah, all the meetings I had this fall, we got a ton of interest, but a lot of people were like, come back after you have some product Too built because we can just give you a better valuation with just like a little bit of traction. So yeah. that's kind of weird. So anyway, in terms of ad buys, how are we going to acquire those customers? The main channels through the retailers. Right. So every family in America is buying a baby product through one of the retailers we work with Amazon, Walmart, Nordstrom. We're coming online with Best Buy and in 2020 Target. Yeah, so with all these retailers we're working with, everybody's buying a baby product there. So if we can get them in with one service and then you know cross sell them into other categories, it's going to be a really capital efficient customer acquisition channel okay. for us. Um, and so the real secret is going to be in that cross marketing. Um, Talking my language. I love it. Marketing is so, so critical. It's so hard. How important was that to the first iteration of your business? Let's talk marketing. Yeah, so in the legacy business, we spent, I think, I think we did over $2 million in cumulative revenue on less than $5,000 of paid advertising. Okay, let's so, not talk about it. No, <laughs> <laughs> um, no, but the, I mean, we spent a lot of sweat equity sure. on grassroots marketing. Sure, you so guys we did a lot of content really, marketing. Really, really smart. Well, social it was, team was in house. It was all really that. about partnerships. Yeah. So all of our marketing was done through BizDev and strategic partnerships. So for us, because we were partnering with these brick and mortar baby stores, we would print flyers, we would pre-make social media posts, and you know, write the captions and make it really easy for our partners to share about us. And because those stores really wanted the foot traffic of people coming in the store to get a service done, they would promote the heck out of us. Yeah. And that cost us nothing besides printing and pre-making the social media posts for them or whatever. So important. So. I think people, we have a lot of clients that like want to build these cross-marketing partnerships mm-hmm. or have done cross-marketing, but they mm-hmm. haven't really built out an entire strategy behind it. Mm-hmm. So the consistency, the building out of assets... Um, that makes it so much easier for them to actually launch with you. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it's such a critical piece that a lot of brands fail. They're, they think, oh, we're going to do cross-marketing, and you put one post up, and why didn't this work? Oh, my god! complain it's and cry. It's no. not enough. It's not enough. It's consistency. I think, you know, one totally. thing I had my marketing um, employee doing was – at the beginning of the year, she would write out 12 posts for the year for each partner. Mm-hmm. And then all you have to do is once a month follow up mm-hmm. with a new post. You've already pre-written them, and it's really just a matter of sending the email at the right time. Or use Boomerang. Pre-schedule right? those 
emails one time, sit down and do it for the whole year. That way you're getting, you're making it just really easy for your partners, especially when you're the smaller player in right. the relationship and you're kind of borrowing credibility from them. That's by having exactly them right. And that's exactly why cross market marketing partnerships can be so valuable. But mm-hmm. as the small fry, mm-hmm. you have to put in the legwork. Yep. And you that's have to make exactly it easy for right. them. Exactly. You just have to make, or they won't do it. Anything that's hard, they won't do it. I know. It's, <laughs> it's frustrating. But again, I think it's, these are really wise words. Mm-hmm. Um, so before we took a break, we were talking about things that you had in terms of tips on how to build mm-hmm. a business the right way. We didn't quite get to all of those. Oh I would love to hear gosh. a bit more of how you would do it differently mm-hmm. um, or how entrepreneurs can build smart businesses. So we could go category by category. So let's talk, let's start with um, finding partners or employees. Mm-hmm. How did you do that and what was the best approach for you there? Um, partners and employees, very different. But um, my very first partnership was with Children's Hospital, CHLA. Um, and they have a program where they lend out car seats to sick families. And I said, could we clean these car seats for free for you guys? Um, and you know, it took me a while to find the right person, convince them to let sure. us do this. But then eventually they're like, yes, great, that's a problem. We don't have a solution. None of us like cleaning the car seats, sure. Mm-hmm. And what was great is then I had kind of the stamp of approval from CHLA and it's like, if the sickest children in America can be trusted with this hospital and they've entrusted us with sanitizing their baby Mm. gear, then like the average mom and dad can definitely trust us. So that brand credibility just, I mean, it it really got a lot, I got a lot of mileage out of that in the early days. Did you go into it understanding that? Like knowing that this was a huge target for you Mm -hmm. because of the credibility it would allow you? Absolutely, it was all about credibility because when you're a startup, you have no brand recognition, nobody knows who you are, but so if you can either drop a celebrity who's, I mean, celebrities, never seem to actually drive revenue for me. <laughs> That's why I um, only find micro-influencers to be far more Oh, valuable. absolutely. Like, I mean, I've, I've been on The Doctors on CBS four times. I get less hits to my website after that versus one local mommy blog post. Right. Because people will click from that, right? right? Mm-hmm. So um, I definitely think celebrities are great to have in your pitch deck when you're talking to investors or, you it's know, things like... Part. It's It's sexy. Yeah. It's nice to have in your pocket, but in terms of, like, even Sarah Michelle Gellar, Lisa Ling, they tweet about us all the time. We never get revenue from those types of promotions. So. Crazy. <laughs> So the takeaway from that is when you're a startup, figure out who those big target partnerships would be that mm-hmm. will give you the visibility, awareness, and credibility that you need to then launch to the next level. And make them an offer they can't refuse, right? Mm-hmm. It's like Good with point. sales, right? You always have to be thinking about what does the other person want. Totally. Don't try to sell them what you need. Sell them what they want. And what yeah. they had was dirty car seats that needed to be cleaned. So right. I was really solving a problem for them. And I think that was key to the sales strategy. And ultimately key to building a business that is actually functional and mm-hmm. profitable, right? Mm-hmm. What is the problem? How is you? How are you solving that problem mm-hmm. in the most efficient way possible? Exactly. Fucking brilliant. <laughs> I mean, it sounds so simple, but there are so few businesses that think, again, mm-hmm. so strategically in that direction. Well, it was the same thing with the retailers, mm-hmm. right? It's like with Amazon coming through, all the brick and mortar stores are desperate for, especially new moms. They don't want to go anywhere. Like going on an errand when you have a baby is a pain in the butt. Yeah, thank so, God for yeah, Instacart. Exactly. So <laughs> getting somebody to step foot in your store is hard. So by offering them this service, because Amazon cannot clean your car seat, right, we would not only drive the foot traffic to the store, but then create a captive audience. Because while mom was inside shopping, um, while mom's car seat was being cleaned, she was inside shopping. We had great data that showed how much people would spend inside the store, which was even more than what they spent on our services. And having that data was what I used as my sales strategy going forward. Mm Because I could show the numbers to people that was a compelling value proposition to the retailers that solved a problem that they had, which was they wanted more foot traffic to drive more sales. Mm, I love all things data. We will come back and talk about more things data, and then we'll talk about your employee onboarding strategy after we take a quick break. 
Shop amazing specials now while supplies last at Macy's Gifts You'll Love to Give sale. Like great deals on coats for him and her from Calvin Klein, Anne Klein, and more top designers. Just $100 and under. Save big on handbags and wallets, now 40% off. And create a cozy retreat at home with 70% off warm throws and flannel bedding from Martha Stewart Collection. Now through Thursday at Macy's. Plus, get $10 in Macy's money for every $50 spent. Up to $40 Macy's money. Bria's fashion boutique is the worst. First, they asked me if I needed help finding anything. Um, just because I'm gorgeous doesn't mean I need help. No matter how hard you work for your small business, online reviewers will find something to complain about. Then they tell me they're having a sale. Oh, so you're assuming I'm poor. Cool. And while Progressive can't save you from these trolls, we can help you save money on commercial auto and business insurance. Also, they tried to give me the friends and family discount. Um, I'm not your friend, so... Get a quote online today at ProgressiveCommercial.com. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company, affiliated and third-party insurers. All right, guys, thanks for staying with us. We are here talking to Jennifer Saxton, CEO and founder of Tot Squad. I'm sure all you mommies listening in know this brand very well. They have saved you so much time and energy and headache. I am sure of that. <laughs> um, we're really excited about the evolution of the brand, but we're talking kind of nascent phases of how you built what you've built. Mm-hmm. We talked about partnerships in the Children's Hospital of mm-hmm. Los Angeles and how brilliant that move was for you. One of the biggest challenges that we've always had as an agency and that a lot of our clients have had as well is finding the right team. Mm-hmm. How did you find the right team? Because this is a very specific oh, industry. Man. Yeah, it's a, I think a lot of trial and error. You know, I pride myself on being someone who can like learn lessons that other people have shared, right? Mm-hmm. I don't have to repeat a mistake if somebody else has shared wisdom around that. And I had always heard this wisdom of hire slow, fire fast. Right. But I guess that was what I just could not absorb until it's so hard. I, <laughs> I mean, anyone that myself. tells you that clearly hasn't fired a lot of people because exactly. it it's so horrible. It's horrible. It's horrible. My husband people. actually said something to me though because I was like had, had to fire many people in my life and mm-hmm. I felt so bad about it. He goes, you know what? It's actually a good thing that you feel bad about it because if you didn't feel bad, you'd be a fucking psychopath, <laughs> right? Totally. I mean, that's the truth of it. Totally. I mean, it's a lot of responsibility. You and I, as, as business owners and employers, yeah. a lot of people, their, their livelihood, their family depends on you for their job. You and truly so care about these you people. Truly you truly care about them. them even fold. if they're not performing well at their job, it doesn't mean you don't care about them as people. But so what I, the biggest mistake I made in hiring, which was a big lesson learned for me that has informed my subsequent hiring, was I hired someone opportunistically once, actually a marketing person, mm-hmm. uh, who I knew from my old job. And I knew that she kind of had this reputation for being a little cantankerous mm-hmm. um, and having a challenging personality. Oh, I remember you telling me this Yes, story. yeah, it's, it's crazy. Crazy. And so um, I told her I need to do this rebrand because we had changed the name. Originally, the company was called Clean Bee Baby, and we wanted to become Tot Squad. And I had originally done the branding for like $3,000, like DIY, everything. It was bad. Um, <laughs> but at this funding, right, funding level, yeah, yeah exactly. And then the funding, next funding level, I was like, I only have $10,000, which to me was like three times as much as the previous time. And she was like, you need $100,000. And I'm like, I don't have $100,000. I have 10. Like, what can we do for 10? Mm-hmm. And she kind of took this tact of like, if we can't do it my way, I'm going to burn this place down, Ooh. which was not the reaction I expected. So she went behind my back and turned five or six different employees against me. And oh it just God. was such a cancer in our culture, and it was poisonous, and it just spread. And so I ultimately ended up having to replace, like, a very good portion of my team. Yeah. I remember at one point, like, crying in my car on the side of the road, yeah. like, what did I do to deserve people to be this mean to me? I'm a good person inside. It was so hard. But now I know, number one, hire slow. Like, I should not ever have just hired that person quickly because it was opportunistic, especially when I knew that she had a challenging personality. And second, um, fire more quickly, Mm -hmm. right? I should have gotten her out of there, even though she had time left on her contract that I had paid for, 
the damage that she ultimately did by poisoning the well with the rest of the team cost me so much yeah. more than if I had just gotten rid of her the minute she kind of totally. became a problem. We've had situations like that as well. And I always I always beat myself up about it after the fact because I feel like in your gut you know what's right. Mm-hmm. You know? And you knew that that mm-hmm. was not a good fit for you. Yep. But I don't know if it's a woman's desperation. Thing. <laughs> it is. It's a business owner desperation. And I think as women we tend to be a bit more nurturing. We think we can mm-hmm. fix things more that. often. Like if we have enough conversations and we give them enough love and attention and um, guidance that hopefully we can turn them around and it doesn't always happen and work out so well. Yeah, in fact, I would say probably 99% of the time it doesn't work out. Yeah, in fact, one of my uh, ops people that worked for me before once said, I can teach a monkey to fly to space, but I can't teach a monkey to care. So it's it's a lot more about personality and drive and and fit with the team than it is about hard skills a lot of the time because if somebody really cares, they will learn. Like if they care enough, they will work hard and figure it out versus somebody who maybe has got the experience but doesn't care. You Mm -hmm. don't want that person on your team. Well, it's also a double-sided marketplace there too. Like Mm -hmm. you have to care and they have to care in return. So it has to be a mutually beneficial relationship. Exactly. And so we have something like we have an infants at work policy at Todd Mm -hmm. Squad, which is awesome because I started it before. I had a baby. I had an employee. I let her bring her daughter to work from six weeks till about nine months old, which is maybe a little too long. <laughs> maybe with six or seven months is the more appropriate range. And then it was great because when I had my daughter, I was able to bring her to work with me for a while. And we have and another people employee. weren't like, oh, she would let us exactly. do that. Exactly. And right. I have another employee who's expecting right now, who we expect will be bringing her baby to work in the spring. And especially because we're in the baby industry, we all love babies. Mm-hmm. The customers love babies. Our partners we're love babies. We're more animals here. We have lots of animals Yeah, in the bring office. a dog to work. Whatever. <laughs> but, you know, that makes it a really flexible work environment where we value the life that people have outside of work and we help them integrate work and life in the best way possible because that was really my original motivation was start this business, improve work-life balance for busy moms. And I love that in the new iteration of the business, we're doing that not only for the moms who need sleep consultants and doulas and car seat installation, Mm -hmm. but also for our service providers, right? That lactation consultant slash stay-at-home mom will now have a better way to kind of earn an income and manage her family life at the same time. So I really think that that work-life balance um, focus for us permeates our customers, our suppliers, our team, everywhere. It's just a core value for us. Yeah, I think the, the word there really is value. How mm-hmm. do you bring value to your team? How do they bring value to you? How do you bring value with the offerings? Mm-hmm. You're just killing it out there. Kind of <laughs> somebody, said, somebody said, Jen, you're the most successful entrepreneur I know. And I was like, I didn't get paid last year. So I don't know what you're talking about. But Isn't that funny that how people ago, see but... you from the outside versus how you see yourself? I feel Absolutely. the same way. I got a really sweet message from a friend that's um, no longer in LA and he was like you're just killing it out there and I was having like one of those days where I was just like wanted to like crawl into bed and I was like thank you so much I, I, mean, I, I was like I was like talking to somebody I was like I mean some days I think I'm worth 40 million and the next day I think I'm going bankrupt like right. it changes on a day-to-day basis that's that entrepreneur so graph have you seen the entrepreneur graph? yes like yeah. I'm killing it my life is over I'm the best why did I do this it's like it's so true I always say half the time you want to throw up and the other half the time you want to pop bottles exactly it's you crazy know? it's crazy although I think sometimes we don't celebrate the wins enough like we're really trying exactly to get better about that Mind. Let's talk about some of the big wins that you've had and, and close on a really positive note here. Oh my gosh. Well, so, like, we, we popped about... some champagne when we got that Walmart deal yep. live. Oh, that was um, huge. In fact, it just went live for in person car seat installation services on Friday. We didn't even know what was going to happen. She just emailed. She's like, You're live. Oh my gosh. Good thing you had champagne in Exactly, the exactly. Well, Channing Tatum is one of our customers and he brought over um, some of his potato vodka, I guess. Some Isn't sort of vodka made out of potatoes? I, I don't know. It's some sort of specialty vodka brand that Channing Tatum makes. So we had okay. it in our freezer. He personally it? Yes. So oh, it was hello. Like, well, it was on was my, my birthday. Call? I know. It was on my birthday last year. My birthday's right before Christmas, so I was not in the office. I took my birthday off to get massages or, you know, do something really great. And uh, somebody from the office texted me and said, Channing Tatum just dropped off a gift. <sighs> I was like, what? 
It's my birthday. I'm not there. I can't believe it. It was like it was it was the assistant. Did you tell her to hold him down while you went back to the office? I installed his car seat once and my husband's like, when are you gonna stop talking about that? And I said, literally never. Never ever. Like I'm gonna be an 80-year-old lady still dreaming about the time that I installed Channing Tatum's car seat. Amazing. Well, I say so the Walmart deal is a win, but maybe Channing Tatum Also a win for life. Over arches, all of that are over uh, yeah, that's anyway, so we, we conveniently have booze in the office. Thanks, thanks to Channing there Tatum. There you go. <laughs> that's an amazing know, story. I've heard that one from you before. Um, so the Walmart deal is huge for you guys. Channing Tatum mm-hmm. also huge for all women everywhere. Thank you for your service, Channing Tatum, if you're listening. We that's love right. you and your abs. Amazing. Um, so what are what's next? I mean, you guys are evolving the brand. Mm-hmm. So is next building the technology out? Building the, yep. uh, is it a new whole new team because they have new yeah. skill sets? Like, so what yeah, that well, like? as I mentioned, we're kind of spinning out the cleaning and repair business, and so we think most of the team will actually go with the legacy business, and then Sean and my COO and I will kind of rebuild the team from there. Wow. So uh, we just uh, hired a headhunter who's helping us find a CTO. We've got a candidate we really like. As I mentioned, I met with a potential head of product. We're going into TechStars in the spring, and just really excited about you know kind of going through that program and building out and testing hypotheses so we can raise the money after that so it's um i think it's going to be a really really great spring for us i can't wait to kind of see all the things come together literally vision 2020 (laughs) exactly i love that term (laughs) i love it too um so if you were to ask listeners for one thing that you needed what would that one thing be right now um, consider Tot Squad for a baby shower gift. Um, Ooh, that's a good one. Yeah, or or for yourself, um, and not just for baby care services. For anything else you need help with, if you're having trouble finding a, a baby service pro of any kind, give us a call. And I think that's really going to be our key challenge: is building the brand kind of as an expanded name yeah. um, in the baby services space. Well, the good news is, is that you've built a really well-known brand. I think you've done a great job on very little marketing budget, <laughs> yeah. which is a little offensive. No, I'm just kidding. Um, <laughs> but you've done such a great job of building brand equity. So this mm-hmm. is just the next life you know, cycle exactly. of the brand. I, hope I have so. no doubt you're going to do amazing things with it. How can people get in touch with you and do um, that? Yeah, you can follow us on social at, at Tot Squad um, or info at Tot Squad if you have a suggestion, idea, contact, if you want to be one of our providers or one of our customers, anything like that. Amazing. Yeah. Jen, thank you so much for being here. I always love my conversation. You <laughs> light me up. You light up any room that you're in. Thank and you. uh, we can't wait to hear what's new and next for you on the next round. All right. Thanks so much. Thanks so much for tuning in, guys. Stay tuned. We have more coming up soon. Shop amazing specials now while supplies last at Macy's Gifts You'll Love to Give sale. Like great deals on coats for him and her from Calvin Klein, Anne Klein, and more top designers. Just $100 and under. Save big on handbags and wallets, now 40% off. And create a cozy retreat at home with 70% off warm throws and flannel bedding from Martha Stewart Collection. Now through Thursday at Macy's. Plus, get $10 in Macy's money for every $50 spent. Up to $40 Macy's money. Do not hire Franklin and Sons Electrical. The guy told me he'd shrink my monthly bill, and I'm like, dude, it's too small to read as it is. No matter how hard you work for your small business, online reviewers will find something to complain about. Then he's like, where's the circuit breaker? I'm like, bro, I didn't break anything. And while Progressive can't save you from these trolls, we can help you save money on commercial auto and business insurance. He told me I had a blown fuse. Uh, It's called a short fuse, and yes, I do have one, so watch yourself. Get a quote online today at ProgressiveCommercial.com. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company, affiliated and third-party insurers.